Old stomping grounds. <laughs> Hank Patterson, fly fishing guide. Riley Smith, tight end. Yeah, I appreciate that. Hey, you wouldn't happen to be the kicker. No, tight end. Again, thank you. I'm looking for a kicker for Lithia Ford's fall kickoff sale. But you're not the kicker. No. Yeah. Now nah, the kicker's probably taller and in a lot better shape. So, okay. What uh, position do you play? Tight end. Squats. Yeah. Try it sometime. RowPaint.com, the official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics, is going all-in this season with an all-star lineup. First up, he led the Broncos to three conference championships and ten 20-win seasons. It's Coach Leon Rice. Next, he's the founder and CEO of RowPaint.com. He played a little basketball in high school on the driveway with his mom. It's Andy Rowe. Oh, no. Want to just paint my house? Now that I can do. When I want Boise State to win, I trust Coach Rice to lead the Broncos to victory. And when I want the best painting and garage floor coating, I trust RowPaint.com to get that job done right. is Bronco Nation News Live. The best interviews, the most informed opinions, the latest breaking news, all from the top Boise State insiders. Today's broadcast is coming from the Cutwater Spirits Can Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Can Cocktails is perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Now, here's four-time NSMA Idaho Sports Writer of the Year, B.J. Rains, with another edition of Bronco Nation News Live. Hey, how we doing, Boise State fans? Welcome to Albuquerque, New Mexico, and welcome to Bronco Nation News Live here at bronconationnews.com. We got John Mallory, KTIK 95.3, the ticket with us, and uh, it's a game day, special game day edition here, Boise State basketball tonight here in Albuquerque against New Mexico, and uh, we'll spend the next 30 to 45 minutes breaking it down here uh, with uh, you and uh, your comments and your thoughts, and of course, with Johnny ball game as well. Johnny appreciate you as always on a Wednesday for, for getting up and uh nice uh, sun coming out here in Albuquerque. Going to be a nice day and, and uh, should be a fun one tonight at the pit. BJ, it's 
gorgeous in Boise right now, too. Uh, driving eastbound, I-84 on the way in. I had my window down for a while. I think Prater was saying yesterday it's going to get 60 degrees today in Boise. Wow. It's always sunny here. But, BJ, it felt like mid-March, early April weather. I don't know any other folks watching this who who have been outside today, too. It's just gorgeous. And I was thinking, I don't know if I've ever um, joined you for being in live on a game day. I'm usually the Monday guy. There's never any games on yep. Monday. And then Wednesday, there's not often a basketball game on Wednesday night. That's usually Tuesday. So, yeah, I'm yeah. excited to talk about a game with you tonight. You're going to make me smarter about this thing. Oh, I don't know about that, but we'll see what we can do. The comments are rolling in in the ICCU YouTube chat. Make sure you get in your thoughts, your comments on tonight's game. Ken Palm has this as a nine-point New Mexico win. I think the spread I saw for the opening line in Vegas was nine and a half. So this is the biggest margin, at least going into the game, Boise State has had all season. Uh, and uh, going to be certainly a tough one here. Close to a sellout crowd. New Mexico is certainly rolling, and we want to hear your thoughts in the ICCU YouTube chat. Check them out, iccu.com. Uh, Idaho Central Credit Union. There's a branch pretty much on every corner, uh, but don't forget their app is the easiest way. And check them out, iccu.com. Speaking of uh, sponsors, Johnny, before we go any further, I don't know if you saw this or not yesterday. I want to go ahead and give our sponsor their props. Uh, how about our friends out at uh, Lithia Ford of Boise? They had an NIL deal yesterday. They brought out uh, some new players for some new vehicles. Ahmad Hassanin, Andrew Simpson, Matt Lauder now getting new vehicles. You've got Brooke Patterson from the uh, golf team, as well as Paige Barsh updating her deal from the volleyball team. There's Matt Lauder right there, Jim Sterk from Lithia Ford. There's uh, Ahmed Hassanin right there signing his paperwork. Uh, thanks to Jaden Finch, our intern, who was able yesterday to get out there. There's Andrew Simpson uh, signing his name on the dotted line, a new member uh, with an F1, a new vehicle now. I think he went with one of the Broncos Sports, uh, actually. But uh, Johnny, uh, a couple new guys getting some new rigs. Here they are jumping in their vehicles, getting ready to take off. And uh, Lithia Ford of Boise stepping up yet again. And, and we're starting to uh, add to the players at Boise State that are uh, getting themselves vehicles. That's got to be so much fun, man. And think about this, this this transition with Ford kind of partnering with the Boise State tight end position, huh? Yep. Makes sense. I mean, if you're like, yeah, who, what type of position, you know, what, what's going to represent a, a four, you know, the, the, the next big Ford or the F1, whatever they're doing now, right? The, the, these big rigs probably want a tight end. You know, you, you, you can be fast when you need it. You're still tough and rugged. And Riley Smith now to Matt Lauder, I'm really excited about Matt Lauder. Every time I watch highlights, they put him on. It's not receiving highlights. It's highlights in the running game where he's just abusing some linebacker or defensive back. I got high hopes for Lauder there, and that's cool for him and his teammates. Andrew Simpson, yeah, you rush the quarterback here. You play well on defense. Yeah, What do you want to roll with, bud? I mean, this is a cool deal for those guys, and not just football players. There's other sports in there, and giving people some incentives that you play well, and you work hard, and you do the right thing and 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 you want to represent this community you want to make this community a better place we'll we'll help you out here at at Lithia Ford cool, cool deal man that's yeah, appreciate the, BJ that's the that's the was supposed to be kind of the genesis of NIL right that was supposed to be what they wanted it to you know i mean it's, it's nothing close to that in some places but it feels to me like that was kind of the spirit of it initially 
Yeah, just, yeah, no doubt. So hats off to Jim Sturk and company at Lithia Check them out, LithiaFordBoise.com if you're looking for that uh, new vehicle. And, and again, we're happy uh, customers from Lithia Ford, and we appreciate them for their support of, of Bronco Nation News, but also what they're doing. Uh, they're one of the major sponsors down at Boise State. Now they've got five Boise State athletes uh, that are uh, driving their vehicles, and, and they're taking care of Jeremiah Dickey and a lot of the uh, coaches and administrators as well. So uh, appreciate uh, Lithia Ford. All right, Johnny, this game tonight, by the way, somebody said might get up to 64 degrees today in Boise. That is crazy. Uh, yeah, that, that, is, it, that is awesome. It's golfing. And course, yep, and then, of course, I'm missing it, and it's going to probably rain the next week when I get back. But uh, this game tonight, Johnny, we saw a couple games last night. Colorado State at home takes care of San Diego State. Wyoming suddenly surging, goes on the road and beats Air Force. That game is going to be a little sneakier than it looks in a couple weeks going to uh, going to Laramie at altitude there for Boise State. But um, this game tonight, not many people expecting them to uh, have a chance to win this game. Johnny, uh, just just your thoughts uh, going to the pit and then the, the challenge they're facing tonight. New Mexico's good. That's the first thought. And the more you look, the more you know you realize, okay, yeah, they're they are good. And and here's why. Well, they're the second best shooting team in this league defensively bj i think they're fourth in rebounding but first in steals and first in blocks and that is a rick patino now richard patino staple i remember old rick patino teams and i'm sure they still do this they track every time a defender just gets a, a hand on the ball a deflection just a touch you know forcing um a jump ball and they track that stuff so now I can see that Richard's doing it too because they lead the league in steals and blocks. They are active defensively. They have that home crowd that's you know, probably one of the top five in America, and that helps. And um, it really puts pressure on the other team's point guard, right? So for me, when I look at it, okay, New Mexico's good. Here's what they do. You know, what's Boise State going to do against this? I would say uh, the one position tonight, uh, whether it's Roddy, Jace, both playing at the same time, possibly as well. They need to play well. I mean, just look back the other day, the Darius Brown kid at Utah State, BJ, he came in. That was a that was a really festive environment at the X, and that dude played the whole game, did not have a turnover, and managed the game from a point guard position. I think just about as well as I've seen any point guard do that in the country this year. Like, that's what it's going to take in Albuquerque with the crowd and the way they play defensively, like you're going to have to get exceptional one play tonight. So hopefully they're working on that. And then guard play in general, you know, throw Max into that too. I mean, they put a lot of pressure on guards, BJ. Don't they have four guys on their team averaging like 13 or more points in conference yes. play? I mean, yep. they can drop, they put the ball in the basket. That's because they are second in the league in shooting. They make shots. So Boise state's going to have to weather that storm, calm down, play efficient, and then at the end of the day, make shots. And, you know, we've had a lot of talk this week about whether it's Max's percentage or just their team's percentage in general, you know, both at the bottom of the league. You know, they need to start making shots here. And you know, hopefully for their sake, that starts tonight. They're not going to win this game, BJ, if they don't shoot well. Boise State. By the way, Johnny, I am dealing with hotel Wi-Fi here, so if anything gets skippy or if I dip out, you may need to just uh, fill for 30 seconds. You never know on hotel Wi-Fi how it's going, but we're at the Marriott yeah. here. I think it seems pretty strong, so we're, we're doing okay so far. Uh, but uh, you mentioned the shooting percentages, Johnny. Uh, you brought it up in the press conference, and I knew it was bad, but I guess they hadn't actually just looked at the stats. Boise State dead last in the Mountain West in shooting 
Uh, and I don't think that was something we saw coming. I think, you know, I went to Canada and watched this team shoot. I've watched this team shoot. I mean, this, this was by all accounts going to expected to be one of Leon's better shooting teams. When you've got Abo and Degenhart was supposed to be better from three this year. And, and, uh, Max Rice, you expected to continue what he did last year. And Cam Martin can shoot from the outside and, and, uh, Jace Whiting's a good shooter and RJ Keen and RJ Andrew Meadow Keen. and, you look at uh, all these guys that we expected to be able to make shots, and this was supposed to be a pretty good shooting team, and here they are sitting dead last in the Mountain West in shooting. What, what do you make of that? I, I don't know typically if a team at the halfway point or what have you can be dead last and how how much they can work their way up that list. It feels to me that you know sometimes that's that's a thing you can work through. You can have a shooting slump. People have them all the time. But like Leon will say, at the end of the year, it will even out. If that's the case, my friend, if Boise State at the end of the year is going to average fourth, fifth, sixth in this league in field goal percentage, it means there are some games coming where they're going to shoot lights out. I'm talking 60% from the field type of thing, 57% from the field, you know, over 50% on a night here or there from downtown. We just haven't seen that yet, BJ. Again, like you said, the worst shooting team in the league. That needs to fix, and and obviously Max, throw him in there, but a lot of other players too. The team needs to shoot better, and Leon was saying in the presser, you know, maybe that's on him or it's on him. He needs to get them better shots. So hopefully that's on the agenda, and this stuff is going to come to fruition, and they know it, they get it, they've addressed it, and they have a new course of action or whatever, a new dedication to the current course of action, and the ball's going to fall in the hole. I don't know. Sometimes it's just like that, BJ. We sat next to each other in Utah State. I think I said to you a couple times, bunny rabbits, BJ. Bunnies. Bunnies. Yep. They miss so many damn bunnies, dude. Just little this and that, that, that. And it's almost like, yeah, that's the difference in the game. Yeah, that's the difference in your shooting percentage. So, you know, some of those bunnies start falling. Maybe this isn't a problem because, you know, right now, BJ, I mean, I don't know how optimistic – this fan base is that this is going to be three years in a row to the tournament. There's a lot of work still left to do. Yeah, I think Jay Tuss had the stat. I don't know if he put it on Twitter or he told me or not, but in the Mountain West Conference, Johnny, uh, yeah. Max Rice and Roddy Anderson are the two worst shooters in conference play. Those are your two you, you have, And I'm not saying that to – I'm just pointing out stats and facts. I mean, the two worst shooting guards in the Mountain West right now are both on Boise State. Hard, hard to win when your guards are not making shots and, and scoring. And when you're at 30, 30%, I think he said, Jay said it was on the guard shooting percentage. That's just not good. And you got to think at some point you get to the crossroad where you, you know, you, you put your blinker on BJ and you, and you go, you, you try something else or I mean, you Which, stick with it and you hope the ball's going to fall in because certainly with Max's case, historically it will. And I think Roddy, and I don't know if those are, all season statistics or just conference play statistics. It feels to me that Roddy's been better offensively in league play, BJ. Um, yeah. But I don't have that stat in front of me. However, I mean, who's missed more bunny rabbits this year than Roddy? I mean, yeah. he he gets he can to, get the, to the he can get to the rim at ease. He just can't finish. Yeah, it was a million dollar move in a five cent finish. You know, like and that's but that was months ago. Yeah. I feel much more confident, Roddy's. You know, I think Roddy's game's going uh, in, a, in a good direction right now. But, yeah, I, again, I, I don't know. The, you look at the numbers, BJ, they have to figure out a way to get the ball in the hole. Yeah. If it's not this group, then the next guys coming in need to put the ball in the hole. Um, it, it sounds so simplistic, but, I mean, you look at them, you can't be 
I would imagine, BJ, a lot of teams that finish last in their league and field goal percentage aren't dancing in the tournament. No, I wouldn't think so. They're 182nd in effective field goal percentage on offense. Their adjusted offensive efficiency is 106. This is uh, Boise State we're talking about here. Um, 170th in um, some of the style components, three-point field goal attempts uh, per field goal attempts, uh, 274th in assists uh, per field goals made. Um, and again, 208th in the country, Johnny, in two-point percentage. Inside the arc where the shots should effectively be easier, they're 208th in the country. They're 153rd in three-point percentage. And, oh, by the way, it's called a free throw. They're 161st in the country in free throw shooting. So uh, for whatever reason this year. BJ, free throws uh, were a massive part in that. Both those losses, free throws at the end of the game. And then, as you said, oh, here comes a New Mexico defense that ranks number 19 in the country in uh, Ken Palm's adjusted defensive efficiency and at the pit with a big crowd. And, you know, those, the, the, it's just, it's just common sense. It's just common nature. When you get a big riled up crowd, usually the home team gets an extra call or two. That's just how it is. Uh, you know it going in. And for a team that plays pressure defense and maybe they don't call it quite as much, uh, yeah. it's just you're going into a lion's den tonight, man. This is on yeah. paper, on paper, Johnny. And again, I, you know, I'm kind of talking myself into thinking this might be a little closer game only for the reason that there's no reason this should be a close game. Um, and this is the mountain West and you never know what could happen, but, um, on paper. And as I said, just with the way the stats line up, the way the point spread appears, the way the Ken Palm projections appear, this is the most lopsided game Boise state has gone into all season long. Should be right. This is the one venue for me with the way the team is playing as well. That combination I think makes New Mexico the strongest team in the league when you're talking about playing in their own arena. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be the toughest game. Um, How tough is it going to be? I mean, if they're struggling um, to get into their offense, if the inexperience at the the guard play is showing itself, think think Jace Whiting last year at San Diego State. Um, You know, Roddy, this will be, this is going to be a crazy environment and it's not easy. It's tough, man. I, I can't, I couldn't imagine and he's said numerous times that he's never experienced stuff like this. So when he walks yeah. into a full pit, he's going to be like, holy bleep. <laughs> this will be this will be by far the craziest road atmosphere in Ronnie Anderson's career. Maybe yep. he uses that as fuel and he plays his tail off and he's great. Maybe it gets to him like it does. It feels like so many other players, young players, talented players that have to go down there and face that defense and that crowd behind you. And I heard a coach once say, you know, make it an uphill swim for the other team. Just a constant uphill swim. At some point, you're just going to get tired and you're not going to have anything left. And they make it an uphill swim. New Mexico does. We'll see. Boise State, though, the one thing, if you can, it's funny, like the one thing they haven't been doing well this year, I'm thinking, you know, make your shots, stay in it, get an early nine to three lead. Be up at the first media timeout, huh? Yeah. You know, quiet them down a little bit. You know, I mean, that's what teams have done an extra mile. Boise State hasn't came in there and just blown the roof off before the first media timeout. I mean, you know, other teams have came in there and weathered their storm. Boise State, you got a lot of veterans on this team. You got grown men on this team. Get down there and, and weather this storm and play with them right from the get-go. Be physical. Make your shots. And if they do that, this might be a heck of a lot of fun tonight, right? Because that atmosphere will bring it. And I don't think, I don't think they've forgot whatever it was that went on last year at the pit 
at halftime between this basketball team and that gymnasium, arena, whatever, BJ. I, I think there's still some blood there with okay. New Mexico basketball fan when it comes to Boise State. I think they want to kick their ass tonight. I do. Yeah, and maybe Boise State uh, feels a little bit like, hey, uh, they they want to give something back to New Mexico for for having the baseball team outside their locker room last year. Maybe it goes both ways. Uh, that's a, hasn't really been talked about much to this point, but uh, we'll see. There's some talk that maybe there's going to be a baseball jersey giveaway for fans tonight, or they're, they're talking about there's going to be some. I don't know if it is or not, but I've heard some jokes and rumors that we'll see if the baseball team – I know their coach was honored the last game, so I don't know if they're bringing the baseball team back out again uh, tonight or, or what. I don't they'll think be right they there by the student section. So I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, there was two conflicting sides to what happened there, both, both sides – uh, say, you know, that different stuff happened, but they did admit that the team should not have been, the baseball team should not have been where it was, and there was obviously something that happened, and, and um, you know. We'll, fans we'll, don't care, though, man. Fans just want a reason to hate you. You know, I'm talking about the fans. Nothing to do with Patino and the classy program they probably run. Just the fans in the pit, right? That's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, I, I will see. I mean, the fans certainly uh when that place is riled up and they got snake down there in the front row and i, I hope to get there early and get the uh, interaction between the snake and and leon rice and you know for guys like max rice he's talked about this johnny this is his last time playing at the pit this is his last time playing at all these arenas and his last time seeing the snake uh you know out there before the game the, the dude that wears the super fan that wears all the uh, paint and stuff um it, it uh, you know, he, he's trying to embrace this and it hasn't to this point worked out, you know, for the most part, but this is Max Rice's last game at the pit. Maybe he uh, has that extra motivation and goes out there and hits four or five threes and, and keeps Boise State in the game tonight. Oh, I'd love that. Right. Make this like a Max game. It comes out from nowhere. You know, everybody's saying what they're saying. The stats are what they are. And Max just comes out tonight and goes like six for eight from downtown quiets the whole crowd just kind of doing his strut when he's back making a three i would love that and i want max to turn it around this team needs max to turn around they need him he was a second team all league player last year they they were expecting that this year they all do especially him so if max can get it going tonight yeah they're gonna need it not only um, does he need it but the team with the experience factor bj like i said young young at the one tonight and that's an ex that's a position you want to be experienced at yep. in an atmosphere like this. Let's uh, take a quick 90-second timeout, Johnny. Uh, there's a lot of comments in the chat. If you uh, have a thought on tonight's game or a question for Johnny or myself, get that in now. I see some New Mexico fans have infiltrated the uh, the chat and the show here. We appreciate you guys for watching. If you have any thoughts on Boise State or any part that might scare you about tonight's game, uh, we'd love to get the opponent's uh, side of that as well. A quick 90-second timeout. We're right back here on Bronco Nation News. All Bronco Nation news broadcasts come from the Cutwater Spirits Canned Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of premixed premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Spirits, perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Our title sponsor is RowPaint.com. For all your commercial, industrial, residential painting needs, check out RowPaint.com. Don't forget about their concrete coatings. Transform that ugly concrete slab on your back patio in your garage in just one day. Contact rowpaint.com for a free estimate today. The official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics and our title sponsor at Bronco Nation News is rowpaint.com. 
Idaho Central Credit Union has been helping members achieve financial success for more than 80 years. There's an ICCU branch on almost every corner, but the closest is in your pocket with free e-branch mobile and online banking. See why more than 500,000 members love ICCU and join one in four Idahoans by making the switch today at ICCU.com. Since 1984, Ridley's Family Markets has prided itself on being a hometown food and drug store that employed value members of the local community. Ridley's Family Markets has 13 locations in the state of Idaho and many more in the surrounding states. Download the new Ridley's app to your smartphone. Get savings up to 40% off at the checkout line and find a location near you at shopridleys.com. Former Bronco Matt Bauscher is once again the number one ranked realtor in the Treasure Valley. No home is too big or too small for Matt and his team. Let them fulfill all your real estate needs at BauscherRealEstate.com. These uh, late 8.30 games, Johnny, uh, especially on the road here, I uh, got up, was uh, went and found a uh, energy drink and was like uh, setting up this broadcast and stuff down in the lobby of the hotel, man. You're just thinking, man, it's still pl- 12 plus hours till tip off. I mean, these... These 8.30 games are, are brutal. Uh, what are you doing today? I don't know if this would surprise you. I'm going to try to find a spot to do a nice walk or something. I'm trying to – still dealing with the plantar fasciitis in my foot, so I can't really run outside. But I'm going to try to get a nice walk in and get some work done uh, here in the room. But uh, I don't know if it surprises you or not. I get down there about 7.45 thinking, oh, I'm up early. I'm feeling good. I got my uh, energy drink. I'm ready to go. And who do I pass in the lobby that's already leaving the workout room, dripping in sweat, just got after it in the weight room and must have got in there, you know, well before seven in the morning. Mike Burns. I'm, at the, Burns? Uh, I'm at the same hotel, I guess, as the team. And Mike Burns comes walking out, just drenched in sweat at like 8 a.m., already full workout, ready to go. You know, I'll tell you, having traveled with teams before, too, the, the workout facility at the Marriott, in this case, it gets well used from, from these athletic teams. Coaches, administrators, they get their workout in. I was shocked when Leon told us the other day that he bench presses 300 pounds, right? I mean, he works out every day too. So when you in his said, heyday, I think he said, I'm not sure if that's right now when he, when he can, when he can max, but that, yeah, that, oh, yeah. that was his all time max was 300. Which, which, which I think he's still in pretty good shape, but he did say he had something, he had a rotator cuff issue or something in his shoulder, which right now might limit that. But yeah, but at one point in his life, yeah, Leon yeah. Rice was, he was a 300 pound bench presser, which was crazy, but good for him. And, uh, yeah, those guys work out a lot. Leon probably was there an hour before Burnsy. <laughs> probably so. Burns Burns was just dripping in sweat, though. Good for him, too. He's lost a yeah. ton of weight. He's in great shape right now. And hats off to uh, Mike Burns. Was good uh, bumping into him and Moats and some of those guys in the lobby uh, this morning. They're letting the team sleep in because they're shoot-around, Johnny. I mean, this is the game is so late. The shoot-around's not till like 2.30 or 3 o'clock today yeah. uh, with the game not being till uh, 8.30. So just kind of a weird uh, 8.30 start on the road uh today uh someone's saying i gotta start my day off right with a cut water no nah, I, I love cut waters very good sponsor but def- not not on a game wednesday morning when we got a game tonight and some work to do uh sky says uh they can absolutely win tonight let max get it going from deep please no one leg off balance trick shots in the paint at the pit uh ironically enough johnny if you go back and watch last year's game against new mexico which he, he, the beginning of the game, especially he had like four or five of just the craziest one handed shots you've ever seen that all went in and that kept Boise state in the game. And I went back and watched that game, Johnny Boise state was up six at the half. They were, they had a chance to really win that game. And and, uh, New Mexico was like 17 and two at the time, very similar to where they are now. 
and the second half, it kind of got away from him. Tyson Degenard had a career-high 28 points in that game. Mo Silla got some minutes in that game, and if you remember, Mo Silla actually started the overtime over yep. Tyson Degenhart because Tyson Degenhart had four fouls, and they were trying to buy a little time with him, and uh, there was back-to-back turnovers on Mo Silla to start overtime. Uh, New Mexico got the lead and was able to hang on, but it was tied with five seconds left, I think, in double over in overtime about to go to double overtime and there was a the ball was underneath the basket and there was a miscommunication with Najee Smith and and uh, somebody and the guy slipped and uh, they had an easy layup with 2 seconds left and and they ended up w- you know winning that game uh, but last year, Boise State was right here, took it to overtime at the pit. And if you're Boise State, if you're Leon Rice, you're saying, hey, we were just in this spot a year ago, big crowd, tough environment, and we were right there to win the game. And you try to get them, uh, you know, they've won a couple of games here in the past recent years as well. So maybe you just kind of try to uh, get that mental approach that, uh, hey, hey, we, we, we've won here. We, we can win here. We can play. Well, yeah, a lot of guys on this team, BJ, were in that environment and played heavy minutes in that environment. I'm talking Buzo, talking Max, toss, talking Dagenhart. I'm not sure what Whiting's minutes were on that. But, yeah, a lot of these guys are back. I I, I don't necessarily know. Maybe, maybe this crowd will affect this team a little differently because of that experience. Who the heck knows, right? I mean – for me, though, it's 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 the point guard. I'll mention again, you know, the point guard is 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 will be newer or fresher to this situation than some of the other players. But maybe that won't matter. Um, you could be right in Boise State. It feels to me like a lot of times Leon will steal one when when you don't really think he will, or you kind of thinking, ah, chalk this one up. They'll play way better than you expect. I mean, looking at the schedule, BJ. I mean, I think you said. Uh, one in three is massively in play over the next four. Yeah. I think you said. I think you said also. I mean, you'd take a two and two split if you could get it right now. Whether oh, that's no a doubt. win here or the other two places you have to go. So I mean, this is uh, if you're going to play well in this next four game stretch, what the heck? Start it off tonight and 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 put the ball in the basket. And you would uh, think you have a chance after this next, you know, tough four to go on a little bit of a run. You've got Fresno, San Jose, Wyoming, Air Force coming up after that. Wyoming is looking uh, yeah, that, that came up in Laramie. No, no, no longer is going to be an, e- an easy one, but easier maybe than some places. Uh, and then you have New Mexico and Nevada at home, which you think you feel like you have a chance to win. So there's a chance after this tough stretch, you could still rip off like six wins in a row going into the San Diego State game uh, at the end of the season. But certainly, yeah, tonight. I know I would think maybe Johnny Colorado State would be your best chance on this this swing here these next two weeks to pick up the road win. I don't know if it's going to be you would rank tonight as the easiest, but you've got to go uh, you know to next you know next week you go back to back at Colorado State at Utah State, and they're doing the uh, honoring of the former coach there with the court at Utah State. Uh, that that place is going to be electric. That that's always a tough place to play with their student section. Uh, so maybe you say Colorado State, but yeah, certainly if you could find a way tonight to steal one and pick off that, that pick tonight, you'd be in a, you know, feeling great. And, and you'd really, yeah. you know, just kind of flip the, 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 the home, the, the heartbreaking overtime loss at home to Utah state. You would kind of erase that and flip it. If you're able to find a way to somehow win tonight. And they're feeling good again in Fort Collins. That was a nice win for them over San Diego state it was. BJ, as you saw. And um, I think that's good for Boise state in the long run though. I think they, they, I think that game, they, they were okay with Colorado State winning and San Diego State because of the loss tonight, maybe. So we'll see. But like the song on the Rocky Four soundtrack, BJ, there's no easy way out. There's no shortcut home. I mean, every single night in this league, 
you know, that's the one thing Leon has preached, and he's 100% right on it. Just this league is a grind. Every team has to go through it. Um, every single game is a, you know, almost comes down to a coin flip. And the teams that survive at the end, the top four, three guaranteed, are going to get to celebrate March Madness, you know? And, 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 and the, the others that don't, I mean, I think there's probably a better chance right now than this year, BJ, in the NIT field having a lot of these Mountain West teams than the NCAA field having like five or six Mountain West teams. I think I think it's probably going to be four unless something crazy happens in the tournament and the top four teams need to go in and then say Wyoming or whoever wins the tournament and then you put five in. But I think more like most likely it's four teams, maybe even three, and then maybe four, maybe five teams in the NIT this year for this league. It's tough every single night. They do beat each other up. They cannibalize each other. I mean, UNLV can't even get an easy win against Air Force at home, BJ. I mean, and then Air Force comes home last night, and they host a Wyoming team that hasn't won a road game this year. Winder has that thing going. Boom. Here's our road win right there. So this league's fun every single night. It's going to be awesome tonight, too. Mark Boss says, I don't think a lot of fans realize we're in real danger of not making the tournament without winning a couple of these road games. Wonder if Prater still doesn't think the losses matter. Um, Every loss matters, uh, but I don't know if you have to win one of these next three, Johnny, to to make the tournament. There's still a path. Okay, losing to New Mexico at the pit doesn't hurt your resume. However, another loss on your record it's lost seven already yep yes and you know this be a mid-major team and try to steal an at-large bid with 11 losses it doesn't happen i mean look at gonzaga's record this year that's their problem they're losing more games than they should so yeah i mean uh you're not the, the resume isn't affected because it's new mexico it's affected because what would you say it would be bj number seven they're 14 and six right now yep. yeah all of a sudden that's seven then you have even less wiggle room we said you had to be 13 and five in this league lost tonight that's loss number three do the math on the next two road games okay is that loss four and lost five then all of a sudden you have to run the table against what i just said every single night is tough in this league it's not gonna happen so yeah which i will say i think you yeah i will say I i do think there's a path to to get to the last game against san diego and be 12 and five. I mean, you, you, I, you have okay. the stretch, the stretch does ease up a little bit. It's going to, the losses might pile up here and everyone's going to be freaking out, but then, then the schedule eases up. They can go on. I, like I said, what I think could be a six game winning streak is still possible. That makes the at Wyoming type game, super scary though. Cause that, that becomes a must win type game. Um, but yeah, you're, you're, yeah, the, 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 you, that's one of the big issues of the Utah state game. And really, really the one that hurts them is UNLV. Blowing that home game to UNLV just took any margin for error for one of these other losses to not matter kind of out the window. And yeah, now you're right. Losing by itself on paper. Oh, they lost to New Mexico. That doesn't matter as much. But oh, now they have seven losses. Oh. That that is that becomes the big And that's why the UNLV and the Utah State losses really hurt. And it's why, you know, there was the discussion on the non-con and how do you schedule? I mean, all that stuff, BJ. Yeah, this team, it feels like because you lost one of those two home games. I mean, you, you, I mean, winning in Vegas now is a, is a, it has to happen. You can't get swept by UNLV and probably make the tournament. Correct. 
Or is you don't play, Vegas. They play in Vegas. They don't play in Vegas. Oh, you just lose that one. It's almost like you have to split with Utah State, or you have to somehow make up for that UNLV loss with a road win against a team that eh, you probably shouldn't beat. So hopefully those opportunities, I know they'll be there for them. They just need to put the ball in the basket and cash in on them a little bit. But yeah, um, not much wiggle room. Seven, you know, if they lose tonight, seven losses, start doing the math. There's a, a month left or so, more so in this season, BJ, and and, and you're, you're, you can't lose many more games. It's too bad. Let's let's take our final 90-second timeout. Quick break, and again, this is the final day. Don't get on me. I know one of the ads is outdated. It's the final day because of that NIL deal getting announced last night. We'll be updating the Lithia Ford ad here shortly, and uh, we appreciate you guys. Don't go anywhere. We'll uh, take your thoughts, your comments, wrap up the show back in 90 seconds here on Bronco Nation News. Bronco Nation News is sponsored by Tommy Alquist and Ball Ventures Alquist, Idaho's premier commercial real estate development company. BVA projects specialize in office, retail, flex, medical, and industrial spaces located at some of the most strategic and visible locations in the Valley. Need a developer? Looking for new space? Think BVA. At BVA, we are Idaho's developer. The Nicolaysen family and SON management have proudly been operating Taco Bell restaurants in and around the Treasure Valley since 1969. One of the first to make a seven-figure donation to the Lyle Smith Society. They've also stepped up their support at Boise State Athletics with the Taco Bell Men's and Women's Basketball Endowed Scholarships. The Nicolaysen family and SON management have committed at least $310,000 by 2026. Get more information on their financial support at Boise State Athletics and find information on applying to work at Taco Bell at TacoBellWorks.com. Lithia Ford of Boise is a proud supporter of Boise State Athletics and the official car and truck of the Broncos. Lithia Ford of Boise supports Bronco student-athletes through NIL deals, including providing Ford vehicles to Taylor Green and Riley Smith from the football team and Paige Barsh from the volleyball team. Rain's family purchased RF-150 from Lithia Ford. Couldn't be happier with the purchase. Check out the all-electric F-150 Lightning or the electric Mustang Mach-E at Lithia Ford and make sure to check out their full inventory of vehicles at LithiaFordBoise.com. The Blue and Orange Store is the perfect spot to get all your gear for your next Bronco game. The Blue and Orange Store has official Nike apparel, including jerseys, shirts, sweatshirts, jackets, hats, and more. Wear what the Broncos wear and get it at the Blue and Orange Store, the second floor of the Boise Town Square Mall, or get free shipping on a $40 order online at theblueandorangestore.com. As I said, dealing with hotel Wi-Fi, so I know at least on my end it's been a little spotty. I apologize. Hopefully, Johnny, it's going all right on, on your end and yeah. for the viewers. Uh, but... Uh, Somebody's asking about the referees tonight. Uh, that gets announced about ninety minutes prior to tip off. What? Why you at? Why you? Uh... You, you and your. I love it, man. But BJ Reigns deserves all the credit for Bronco Nation's asphyxiation with who's refing tonight. You've done a <laughs> heck of a job on that. You have. Well, you saw in the Utah State game that can matter, man. Surprise! You don't have a league like a fantasy college basketball referee league. You Ooh. pick your referees. Ooh. You get. Points based on the quad level games they ref. You get points based on like technical fouls they give. That's a point, and you keep track and uh, calls well, basketball. I mean, Ken, Palm, Ken Palm ranks the refs, so they probably pick. have a. Who would be the first pick? Oh, it's got to be Jeffrey Anderson. High knees, Jeffrey Anderson. <laughs> Come on. Well done. But yeah, I would have okay, so taken my guy John Higgins, but he uh, John Higgins stopped refing. He doesn't ref anymore now. He just does the uh, coordinating of the officials. I would assume Johnny, it will be a better crew than they had on Saturday. There's not as many games on a Wednesday as there is on a Saturday. You had a lot of the Mountain West games last night, so Absolutely. some of those some of those refs that worked the Mountain West games last night, you probably get a better crew in here 
uh, tonight. And that, you know, again, I know you joke about it, Johnny, but that is a factor, man. Some of those reach-in fouls and things, and when uh, New Mexico's pressuring the ball and that crowd's going crazy, it's just human nature, man. Like, the strike zone gets bigger at Wrigley Field when the Cubs are pitching. Like, it just happens. Stuff happens where uh, Allen Fieldhouse, yeah, the other team, it's gets called for more fouls uh, when the crowd's going crazy. Like, that is part of having a home court advantage. It just happens. Uh, and I do think that New Mexico uh, is the beneficiary of that. And I, I'm not complaining or saying anything. That's just, you know, that going in the home team gets a extra call or two typically. And I would suspect in a building like this, you would, if you're Leon Rice, you would love to have a veteran officiating crew tonight. I just love for me, your, 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 your rant there. I just love the fact that you took it. Nice little shot at the Cubbies. You know, I had the strikes. I, I came back and I came back and acknowledged that Allen Fieldhouse gets calls. I'm not. I, I came back and yeah, admitted that. I love it, man. But yeah, uh, it is a big deal. You think they have a good crew on tonight? Simply I would for assume. the fact of what you said. All the games are typically on Tuesday. You're gonna get the leftover Wednesday for TV type of game. That's all this is here. And um, you think you get a crew? Vern Harris. Very- bet, I think Vern Harris will be there tonight. Okay, we'll we'll, uh, we'll take a look on that. Uh, Perry says, uh, "Don't forget, Johnny. They are three and zero on the road in Mountain West play." Now, two oh, of those were at San Jose and Fresno, and then they won at Nevada. So, Boise State is three and zero on the road in Mountain West play. Yeah. Okay. So you got. So they're going to win tonight because they beat San Jose in the in the event center. <laughs> Beating New Mexico at the pit is a big deal. Haven't lost one, and uh, they haven't lost in conference at home. Uh, Logan says, I'd say this is the biggest game of the season. They win in the toughest venue, and they come out a different totally. team with confidence, go totally. the distance. They lose, and all the games become a must-win down the stretch. Yeah, and they lose. It's just kind of this, still this, this cloud, BJ, of what's not working. Oh, we're not shooting, or we're not playing our bench players enough, and, you know, and, 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 and we're underachieving. You know, that sucks, right? If you have to look at yourself and you really do know it and you believe it, hey, dang it. We we thought we were going to do more with this team. We thought we were going to be able to play better in these games, even if they don't win, but play really well. Okay, I think the coaching staff and this team is smart and mature enough to know, okay, we played well. Let's just stay at this level here. And way more often than not, we're going to win these games, but not for this thing to be over by halftime, right? That type of situation. Like if that happens, then it's again, it's just, it's tough to keep the the motivation and the mission up there. I think sometimes it's, this thing's psychological, man. We're, these sure. guys, we're all human here, man. It's tough. So um, a win tonight, I think Logan said it, that would be massive. They win this game tonight. I'm going to get on there tomorrow and say, okay, I think they're probably going to the tournament or something, right? I mean, if they show me that they can go down here against this team in that building and get the win, maybe even like convincingly seven, 10, 11 points, all of a sudden you're saying, okay, that's the team that they, they, that, that we thought that they were going to have. Um, but that's not going to happen if they continue to be the worst shooting team in the league, period. You're talking about this, the schedule. You know, Mark says, I think the net and Ken Palm have spoken. Easy wins are better than tough losses. Uh, they may have spoken, but we'll see in terms of the NCAA tournament selection committee speaking because Boise State still has the, the seven quad one games they've played in already. Um, yeah, maybe the, the rankings aren't there, but we'll see. That doesn't necessarily, we'll see what the, how the selection committee in a month here, Johnny, weighs the losses against good teams versus blowing out the bad teams. Yeah. Uh, well, and well, Mark's saying, though, too, BJ is like, 
right now, 16 and five just looks a hell of a lot sexier than 14 and seven, even if the 14 sure. and seven was, 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 was tougher to go about. No doing. doubt. No doubt. 16 and five is hot. And you just look at that. And, and I, and, and I, I think they scheduled hard Johnny because they like people forget this, but like they thought they were going to win some of those games. Like they, they, they thought they could beat Virginia totally. tech. They thought they could yes. win in a, a, more than one game in that tournament. So it is what it is. They, you know, they, they, challenged extremely tough but they thought they were good enough to get so you're not just challenging the tough games expecting to lose them uh they they challenged them thinking they could win those so if you win a couple of those games with the hard schedule then you're golden you saw last year the year before they beat texas a&m and they beat st louis and some of these tough non-conference games washington state and they were you know coasting at that point so i i think they expected to win some of these and when they didn't that obviously hurt things um mark's also saying if they're already talking NIT here johnny if uh, if they get a home nit game do they at least get six 6,000 fans. I don't even know. I'll just say this. If, if this team goes to the NIT, that will be uh, a, a massive buzzkill in this town. Even though going to the NIT is not the, certainly the worst thing. It's like the second best thing. The best thing for a mid-major is to go to the dance. The second best thing is to go to the NIT. Um, but I, I don't even want to know in your line of work, my line of work, if this team's sitting there and and we're having the conversation of, okay, the NIT selection show starts two hours after the actual selection show in BNN. We're going to do an NIT special upon the selection show with me and Prater and BJ and Tuss and everybody. We're hopping on, breaking down this NIT field. Man, yeah. that's, I don't know, man. I mean, we'll do all that. I mean, we'll cover the team, but yeah. that will be a massive buzzkill. They're not there yet, Moss. Come no. on, Mark. No. <laughs> Well, you got other folks. Yep, other folks are already uh, talking. I would say maybe slightly over. It depends on the team, too. What if you get a football power five team coming in the NIT? You might get 8,000 there. I think, yeah, yeah, right? Aside from one incredible Mountain West tournament run, Rice's resume in season and postseason tournaments have been incredibly disappointing. Uh, Talking about tournaments there. Coach Rice talks about controlling what they can control. They need to walk into the pit and get the win tonight. Uh, yes, easier said than done. But uh, big game tonight, Johnny. Final final thing, we'll wrap it up. Just uh, opportunity for them. Not expected to win. As I said, the point spread's near 10 points. But certainly kind of, I don't want to say playing with house money, but no one's really expecting them to win. And they got a chance to go in there. And like you said, hit some shots, stay out of foul trouble, and hope that some of uh, New Mexico's players have off-shooting nights. I mean, you can't have Mashburn and House and Dent all going for 15-plus tonight. If you can limit them and have them hopefully have a tough shooting and maybe this max rice can get hot and maybe abo goes five for seven from three or something and i mean crazier things have happened i don't think talent wise they're at a huge disadvantage to them but certainly the atmosphere it's going to be tough for them but certainly an opportunity for them tonight to go in and and, uh try to steal what would be a huge road win i want to see what their answer is for omar stanley tyson dagenhart and buzo abo right you know maybe we get a massive buzo game where it's two halves, BJ. It's not the 15 in the first half that ignites everything and then three shot attempts in the second half, right? I mean, I think that needs to be in play tonight as well. The big thing for me is the point guard. Mature point guard play is a requirement at the pit. So whether it's Chase Whiting, whether it's Roddy Anderson, whether that's both of them, whether it's Max, whoever else, mature point guard play has to happen tonight. You mentioned it. I mentioned it. You know, don't don't show up as the worst shooting team in the conference. Shoot much better than that tonight. Shoot like what you're capable of, 
And, you know, sometimes you do see, BJ, when the crowd gets to a certain level, the home team doesn't play as well as it should because they're trying to, you know, set the building on fire with every big three. A lot of times, you know, some teams don't handle the crowd. New Mexico sees it often, so they should be okay. But who knows, right? They're 10-point dogs tonight. No one's thinking that they have a chance in this thing. You know, shut them up, Leon. Go down there and play well. Ten and a half now from our friends at Circa. And if you think Boise State could win tonight, Johnny, plus 520 on the money line. That's that's over five to one. Vegas is telling you, Circa is telling you, uh, Boise State, meaning if they played five times, Boise State might win one of them down there on the pit if you look at it that way. Five to one spread. You put 10 bucks on that with your buddy. And you're getting 50 back or whatever, BJ. That's interesting. 50, that's 250. A, that's, yeah, that's a that's the largest that's the largest money line I can remember Boise State being a dog in a long time. Yeah, that's a big one, man. But nobody wins down there, especially when they're playing like this. New Mexico, second best team shooting in this league, first in steals, first in blocks, fourth in rebounds. They are active, they make shots, and they use that crowd as a huge source of energy that they feed off and the opponent actually gets drained from so it's a it's a good recipe down there they have in new mexico i'm sorry i won't be there tonight i know you guys i know me too i know you guys are uh all over it today three to six i'm sure bob will come on with the live report uh what do you guys got today on idaho sports talk heck yeah man we are going to we're talking to one of the big sports media personalities in philly i want to know what their reaction is with philly fan with their new offensive coordinator Kellen Moore, BJ, really excited to get after that today. And, you know, obviously previewing this game and a little bit of Super Bowl. It's a fun time at IST. You guys should tune in today or listen to us on your app. Three to six. You can listen to them every weekday, three to six, KTIK.com, the KTIK app. I download the uh, Apple podcasts and uh, you can listen to the show there as well or listen live, 95.3 FM, 1350 AM. So we appreciate Johnny and uh, we'll be listening to JP Prater, Bob, the whole crew, and uh, 3 to 6 today, getting you set for the game at 8.30. And then we'll be live at 7.30. I'll have Abe Jackson live to kick off our pregame show. Jeff Grammer from the Albuquerque Journal is going to join us as well. We'll be live 7.30 tonight from the pit here in Albuquerque. So make sure you're uh, subscribing on YouTube to Bronco Nation News and turn on that notification button so you know when we go live, and then uh, you'll be ready to go. But about 7.30, we'll be on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube with the Lithia Ford Boise pregame show. Big one at the pit. We'll have you covered. Bronco Nation News. Yes, by the way, KTIK with Bob being down here, myself, Bronco Nation News. Yet again, the only two media outlets sending somebody on the road to uh, cover this game. So you know where to listen. KTIK and Bronco Nation News for uh, the best uh, coverage of the Broncos and the coverage of this game. So appreciate it. Listen to Johnny and Prater at at 3 and then join us at 7.30 with the Lithia Florida Boise pregame show. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you later today. Bronco Nation News live here at bronconationnews.com.